Welcome to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, the show no one asked for about the show no one asked for. I'm Hannah. And I'm Nina. And in this episode, we're recapping episode six of season two of Emily in Paris, Boiling Point. As always, you don't have to have enjoyed or even watched Emily in Paris to listen to this podcast. We are here to recap the episodes thoroughly and more importantly, to entertain. There is simply no wrong way to listen. Please be sure to leave us a review and rate wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy! Last night I texted you and I said, oh my gosh, I can't wait to talk about episode six. But then I was like, maybe I misled her because you hadn't watched it yet mm-hmm. about like how great it was going to be. But do you, but when it was great. I want, we're going to go through the episode. And when you think that I want you to tell me when you're like, this is the moment. <laughs> I you- think I know. <laughs> I do think I know. I do think, can I say don't it right now? I can't say it yet. Okay, I kind of want right to guess. <laughs> I want to go. I want to do my best guess. I think that you texted me that when Eric, the photographer, grabbed Sylvie's thigh in bed. No. (laughs) (laughs) But that was a good guess, right? That was a really good guess. (laughs) I do love thigh grabs. (laughs) (sighs) I did start watching Outlander last night. I saw. (laughs) I started at 7 p.m. I was up until 1.30. I got into bed at 4.30. I was like, I'm going to bed early. (laughs) 4.30 p.m.? Yeah, I had half an edible... Three glasses of champagne, Indian food. By 5.15, I was in bed. I was like, I did it. (laughs) Nailed it. I'm doing fine. And then I'm doing totally fine. And then I started Outlander. The next time I looked at the clock, it was 9 o'clock. And I was like, okay, no big deal. And then the next time I looked at the clock was 1.30 a.m. (laughs) Because I watched until they had sex. Have you ever seen it? No, but but it's become a joke with Allie and me because it has conversation about Atlander has like cannibalized like four different family dinners that we've had with people and and usually by older women <laughs> what i didn't know and then we should really get into the show we're supposed to talk about but what i didn't know is that Atlander is like fan fiction yeah like it's literally i'm sure and maybe it even has roots in that i don't know but it's truly like the main guy Jamie, like the one that everyone lusts over, is like such a figment of a female imagination that it's like, like, I don't know. I don't know anybody who's this good, not like across genders. Like, I don't, he's like, his whole thing is that he's like, he's like morally really pure. He consistently sacrifices himself for the lead. He doesn't ask anything of her. He needs to be taught by her, like how to do things. And like, literally, he like, there, like in many moments within the first seven episodes, <laughs> which I watched in one go last night. You are further along in Outlander than you are in season two of Outlander. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted it, to say. And it is an hour long show. Oh my God. <laughs> he, many times she like accidentally hurts him because he like puts his body in front of her door because he's worried that like someone's going to come and molest her. And so he like, and then she like opens the door and hits his head. And he's like, I just thought, I just wanted to make sure I was here so that like no one troubled you. Like this happens like multiple times that he like <laughs> lays his body at is her he feet. dumb? not but it really is a good indicator of the fact that like intelligence is like largely not what uh would make a good male partner <laughs> it's like it's like sort of like lower on the rung like he's not dumb but he's so many other things more than that yeah <laughs> yeah Wow. Which really, it's probably going to influence the way i talk about this episode uh-huh. which i really enjoyed did you uh-huh. like this episode i thought it was great no it was complaints. really fun. I watched it twice. 
I've been watching a lot of TV <laughs> no, in the last 12 hours. Like, you did a full work a little day. sad. You did a full work day of TV. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. I did get a text from someone saying that we should do our spinoff of our boob, our boob kink <laughs> podcast. <laughs> boob kink. <laughs> and I was like, that could be an Outlander podcast. Um, okay, so it starts with Emily. No, no, no. With Emily, yeah. yeah. Emily getting a knock at her door. It's Gabrielle. And he's like, really? And he shows her a post that she made that just says, the chef hot. Which, again, <laughs> Which that was kind of funny. We should be in marketing, I guess, if that's all you got to do. <laughs> that's all you got to do. And I got the impression this was like, they're friendly. Like, yeah. one, we're establishing like the opening is happening this episode. So he's like, really? And she's like, I'm driving up excitement, da, da, da. But also they're being kind of kind of playful. And he's like, oh, some, like makes a joke about her only being here temporarily. And she's like, okay. You know, but they're sort of moving through it. Yeah. It feels very like exes kind of being flirty because they have to be around each other vibe. Is that why exes are flirty? Because they have to be around each other? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get right into Savoir. They've got a new... Uh, a new brand that they're working with. Yeah, the, the hot new brand of Vespa <laughs> in a collaboration with the other hot new brand of Christian Dior, which I'm just like, <laughs> whose pocket are they in? I'm, I want to like map out these. I'm like curious about how they got these brands. Or not how they got these brands. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is like so proud. It's like so like there's in someone's in someone's pocket and I want to find out who. <laughs> but Nina, if we have listeners in 95 countries... It's because Emily in Paris is probably like the number one show in every country in yeah. the last year. Like yeah. I think it's I'm gonna like, pause really quick. You're like sniffly. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I feel fine. I am really congested. It could be from the champagne. I'm gonna say you didn't alcohol go a lot of gives sleep. me the sniffles. Yeah. And I didn't get a lot of sleep. No, I got eight and a half hours. <laughs> so you just woke okay. up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually at my best right now. <laughs> but I am sniffly and it is worth naming because I always have a little bit of congestion and a slight lisp. But in this particular episode, I might have a lot more. But I it's okay. I already had COVID. In shows that I watched a lot, like Friends and stuff, I love being able to watch an episode of Friends and being like, Phoebe has a cold in this episode. Real, Like Lisa Kudrow has a cold. I've never articulated that I also have that. There's an episode of Gilmore Girls where Rory clearly, Alexis Bledel clearly has a cold. And I too love being like, oh, this is the episode that she was sick, that they made her work sick. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like the character is not sick. Right. But, but I know to, Courtney but Cox I know is that. sick. <laughs> That's so, so funny and real. I'm so glad you've named that as a thing. And now we've ruined that for the audiences, our listeners who are like, oh, this is the episode where Hannah's clearly <laughs> <laughs> sick. <laughs> Uh, I'll let you know if I'm sick. I think I'm okay. I think it's just allergen. Allergen. Well, so yeah. So they have to promote the the Dior. <laughs> the Dior scene two. We're ten minutes in. I have one bar left on my battery, and they have to. They're promoting the Dior Vespa, and Emily says it's like a purse you can wear. Ride. Julian smiles it's like a purse at you her. Can ride. <laughs> yeah. Get it right. <laughs> Sorry, it's like a purse you can ride. And then, um, yeah, and Julian's like, sure. <laughs> and then and then they they talk about the photos they got back from the boat event last time and emily's like whoa it's clear that this photographer is in love with sylvie they were vibing and sylvie's like ha 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 but then she closes the door to her office and immediately gets him on the horn and is like i love how she did this i was like does she know what she's doing because i kind of felt like it was sure. this french elder french woman teaching me how to get asked out mm. she like calls him up and is just like we you know we love it and i seem to have gotten in the way of your camera a lot <laughs> and then basically she like guides him to being like 
would you want to go out? And then she was like, as long as you're okay coming to Saint-Germain. Like, literally being like, as long as you're fine about coming to me. I'm like, girl, you're killing it. This is so good. She's experienced. I'm fucking, as you very well know, I've like gotten into a car at like 1 a.m. to go to some random ass neighborhood to get laid once. You know what I mean? And I love that she's sort of demanding. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, great, you'll come to me then. Yeah. Power. It's power. (laughs) But you also get that she's, like, a little bit vulnerable. Like, I don't know. That comes in later. But, okay, Alison Brown wrote this episode. Sylvia calls him right away. We see um, Julian has to find a photographer for this photo shoot. They're trying to find a really good photographer for the Dior photo shoot because Vespa's given them a really big budget. Dior slash Vespa. These two little Mm -hmm. up-and-coming brands have given them a little bit of a budget. Um, So, (laughs) Julian is at the Pierre Cadeau photo shoot, and... This amazing fanboys fanboys this photographer. And the over the real photographer, Ellen Van Unverth. Do you say the real photographer? Yeah, German photographer. Did I just make a fool of myself publicly? No, I made a fool of myself so many times, and you're like, Well, you know, Hannah, that person's actually super (laughs) famous if you read anything. This person's real. And I looked her up. Because yes. I didn't, I was like, but I, but I'm owning it. I didn't know, but I was like, they're not really playing. She's not really given a character. She sort of was like flitting about in a way oh. where I was like, I think this is. They're not making her act. Very she's astute. Just, she's, Very astute. Thank you, thank you. So I may not know everything, but yeah, she's a German photographer. I literally read nothing about her. I just affirmed that she was real. She's real. Cool. And so that makes sense then that the the one who gets to do a lot more acting is her assistant, Gerhard. Wait, but what I was going to say about all that was that I love there's a moment before that where Julianne is telling Emily that he's going to this Pierre Cadeau um, photo shoot. And she's like, you know, that's publicity. You know, that's publicity, not marketing. You don't have to do that. And I was like, really funny to like, like, it, to me, it actually felt like Alison Brown, because I love her making a joke at, at like the show's expense of being like it kind of a passing comment of like you know that's totally different than like what we're supposedly doing here but it's obviously in line with like every other thing that like emily's gone to photo shoots emily's done everything as you noted in an earlier episode sorry i liked that yeah and then he gets to meet the sexy gay presumably assistant Mm -hmm. of ellen and i just made a note everyone in this show flirts at work yes yeah business or pleasure not business or pleasure. Business is pleasure. Pleasure is business. Wow, very French of you. I'm getting it tattooed. <laughs> and then we go to French class, where Alfie and Emily have to do their presentations on each other. And Emily starts and says, you know, Alfie's from Kensington. He's uh, works at a bank. His name is short for Alfred. And then Alfie's like, <laughs> Emily sucks. Emily sucks. Emily wears <laughs> stupid clothes, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, Emily doesn't like having fun. It. He continues to neg her, and this time in another language. So obnoxious. Yeah, publicly. And everyone laughs. And she's like, she's understandably hurt. Yeah. Embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> she's like so reasonably hurt and embarrassed. And then we cut to them going, like leaving French class. And she was like, why would you do that? You embarrassed me. Like, that wasn't nice. Yeah. And he was like, what? Is that not true? Do you, do you like to have fun? She's like, I'm fun. And she gets like really, you know, high in her voice. She really plays into the like, yeah, that that classic thing yeah. of being like what a very so a very nice. Sally. Um, what's Sally's last name? Oh my God, Rooney. No, when 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 Owens. Harry met Sally. Oh, yeah. what's her last name? Oh my God, um, Sally. What's that? Just the C. But anyway, it's a very Sally. Uh, Sally of when Harry met Sally. It's a very moment. Sally moment of like I'm fun. 
You know, because 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 yeah. similar, it's it's a similar neg where Harry's always like, "You're not fun." Yeah, yeah. I think it worked a little bit better when Harry met Sally, but a little, hey, <laughs> a little. But yeah. so then he's like, he like looks at these electric scooters and kind of as in a dare, mm-hmm. and then she's like, uh, and then he gets on a scooter and he rides away. Yeah, scoot, 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 scoot. <laughs> and then we see Sylvie on a date with Eric. It's very sexy. She's so much hotter than him. It's a little bit of a mm-hmm. bummer that they... I think he's supposed to be really fine. I mean, he's an attractive guy, but I like she's... I think he's young more than he's fine. Yes. Yes, I think you're right that that... And she... And they have this... It's very quick. It's a very quick little scene, which I liked, uh, where she's like, I used to be a photographer. I used to take candidates in Saint-Tropez. And he's like, oh, cool. I'd, you know, I'd love to see your work. And she's like, oh, do you like vintage photography? And he's like, I do like vintage photography. Which is like... Yeah, I like. What does that mean? Women. What do you think that means? <laughs> I think what Alison Brown is trying to say, the subtext of that, oh, is he's saying okay, like, subtext. yeah, I like older women. Ooh, Let's vintage go. women, vintage women. <laughs> <laughs> so then she brings in croissants to the office, and Julian's like, "There's only one Luke. or Luke. I can't remember." Luke is like, "I, I corrected one? you so fast." I was like, "No, Luke." <laughs> I, I feel like it's like when when um when like Lord of the Rings nerds are like actually the the wild guides. <laughs> I'm like the keeper of the, yeah of the details. details. I yeah. kind of have like a big picture. <laughs> I'm like I even learned French to better understand <laughs> the French scenes. It's it is my gimlish or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, we're both in a French class now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't need one. <laughs> anyway, I, I it's no, it's not a big deal. I no, said that I took sh- well, I took French, so I took French for a while. So, yeah, <laughs> just into um, level three and it's fine. You know, it's not a big deal. Um, the point is, Luke is like she only does this when she's fucked. Yeah, and <laughs> do you? <laughs> is so there anything aggressive. that you do where people can tell that you 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 got laid? My mom always knows, no matter what I do. I don't have to do anything, but she's a little psychic. She'll literally, I'll be like, I was with some friends on Friday. And she'll be like, with some friends. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah. And she'll be like, very cool. And then she'll give me a look. Um, is there anything I do? I think I kind of like prance around. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely somebody whose mood lifts. I know that that's probably pretty common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a trope of sh- of shows. It's common enough that it's a trope of television. Right, 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 right. Um I something I adopted in the last um, few months, in like the last six six months ish, is this new squeal. Have you heard me do it? Oh, gross! What is it? It's like it kind of okay. <laughs> gross squeal squeal's um, gross. Oh, what's the word? It like came out of me. I don't really know why. I think maybe like I don't know. I have a lot of theories about it actually, but it's like I'll be like ah yes, like I it's very like girly and like kind of extreme and it's like an ex- it's like a fast expression yeah. of like pleasure and it's not something i've ever re- i don't <laughs> yeah. think that i think it's like very new it's like a new yeah. thing it's like when you realize your laugh has changed yeah and i and i and so that's not a sex specific thing but like when i am like overwhelmed by excitement now yeah. i think maybe because my daily joy has been like at such a bottom yeah, that like it feels very like explosive when yeah. i'm like oh my god like yeah. i squealed so many times watching outlander <laughs> i squealed like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I squealed when Eliza came on the show. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're here. Like, yeah. I'm just so, I get really excited. How I about do you know anything that you do? Gross. 
You cook oh. chili. <laughs> That's gross. That would be such a great... It's like, she's cooking her famous nine bean chili again. <laughs> <laughs> That's my they came together way of making fun of the specific trope. <laughs> I uh, I don't think I have one. But I but uh, after my first like date with my now partner... Oh, you were like, so cute. I was cute. But I got the most compliments I've ever gotten from strangers. Really? Yeah. Like and like especially so at work, sweet. people will be like, You have you're you what a what a lovely smile. Like more than be, after your horrible breakup. Yeah, <laughs> which was the second most. Is that the second most time you've gotten? That was, I did get a lot of compliments, but that was because I wasn't eating a lot. <laughs> that was And and people are bad. And people are like, You look great. And I was like, Thanks. No. <laughs> it was so terrible. Uh no no, I but I got a lot of compliments of people being like you have a wonderful smile. Like it was a lot of like your energy is great, and I was like, Aww. I guess I'm, I guess I'm so excited. Oh, um, it's so that's sweet. just my cute little. But I don't know. That's Besides so my nine bean chili that I make an, <laughs> that I make about three mornings a week. I, <laughs> I do take nine hour showers where I play beautiful music and I shave my legs and I put perfume on and I get myself flowers. Do you? And everything's in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do have like a weekly really long shower. <laughs> after you get laid. Not after I get laid, it's when I want to wash Immediately my Immediately after. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> how do people know I've had sex? I immediately wash my <laughs> I knew someone, I knew someone once who washed their sheet. I'm, oh my God. I'm like, now I'm like worried that I'm going to like shame someone. But I do know someone who used to wash their sheets every time. I mean, to each their own. Yeah, to each their own. Right. To each their own, but I will say I don't think I'm like a. <laughs> I was gonna say a cleanly sex person. This sounds horrible. <laughs> I might edit this out, but I'm telling you, as my friend, like sometimes it's like if I'm really into the person, I'm like it's I'm like when I shower, I'm like oh bummer. I like liked yeah. having yeah. this person on me. Yeah, it's like shaking hands with a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> I really would not describe my paramours as <laughs> celebrities, <laughs> uh, but. Enough about that. <laughs> so now so we're on the scene. Talked about sex and now we're on to scene three. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, really. she, so Sylvie brings food to the office. And this is great. So she finds out. So Antoine has added people to the guest list for Gabrielle's restaurant opening. And, and it's way more people than should be on the list. Yeah. And Gabrielle, Gabrielle has had been just like 50. said no more than 50. And then Emily says one of my favorite one of my favorite things where I'm just like you're bad at your job. Emily can goes, "Can I say it with you?" Yeah. Quote. I guess. We'll okay. I guess we can I just we'll deal with it. Do with it when we get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't write it down. Shoot. Yes. I we just deal with it when we get there, which is also a really funny way to like punt the plot down the yes. line. <laughs> yeah. Of being like, okay, this will just be a problem in three scenes. <laughs> I'm learning a lot really from Mrs. Good. Brown. Really, really good. <laughs> And then uh, she asks Sylvie if she's coming to the restaurant opening. And Sylvie says, I can't. I have plans. And Emily says another line that I loved, which is, you deserve plans, Sylvie. Yeah. Little which wink, wink. cute. Yeah. And I'm, which I think everyone deserves plans. Wink, wink. Okay, then we get a great scene in French between Camille and Gabrielle, where Camille drops off champagne from her family. And it's very sweet. It, again, made me a little sad in that way that the, their last scene made me mm-hmm. sad of like, mm-hmm. like they're, they're clearly so close in some ways but they're just there's a lot they can't say right now mm-hmm. Camille's being generous and he's like i really hope you're coming tonight and she's like yes like i i will be there mm-hmm. and then we get we go to the o- opening 
I think then we yeah, I think we're at the opening, and Emily's like, "All these people are coming." I know she's saying to Antoine, "Like that's this blogger, that's this influencer." She's like, "Like (laughs) she really she mouth by Paris or something." Yeah, yeah. She's telling. He's like, "How do you know? How do you keep all this in your head?" It's my job. (laughs) We haven't checked in about how many influencers or how many followers she has. I wonder. I know. I wonder. That was a big thing of last season. It was. Um, Alfie calls her to neg her hilariously because he's like at a pub very mm-hmm. chill we haven't we haven't seen a bar it is a, it was a, a funny thing where i was like oh this this show makes us want to be at like cocktail bars yeah and nice restaurants all yeah. the time yeah and then we see him Night at like clubs. a pub yeah having a beer and i'm like oh yeah th- i forgot that that exists in this world too <laughs> like it actually I'm, I'm excited that that's what he's kind of going to be bringing to the show it's like being less dressed up rather yeah. than like it's a world where everyone's like that it's like no it's not he's it's just, just the world that we're seeing. a chill easygoing banker which you know by the way that he is so irritated by the fact that she wants to work he like apologizes which was sweet he's like i interrupted you when you were telling me that you were fun and like about yourself and i'm sorry i did that you should come meet me right now. She's like, I'm at work. I can't. And he's like, <laughs> no fun. Yeah. Brutal. <laughs> like, are you kidding? Brutal. And I'm like, what kind of banker gets off at 5 p.m. every day? It is, it is again. Like, really? <laughs> and then we get Mindy arrives and we get, you know, last, I think last episode you said sitcom, sitcom writing. It's all about getting characters in the same room. And marketing mm-hmm. apparently is the best way to do that. So we get okay. every character here. You're doing your job. Mindy's, Mindy shows up. She has a cocktail. Antoine flatters her. She's it's thrilled. A rhinestone top. That's awesome. Awesome. And unfortunately, did you feel alarmed? Oh, did you feel alarmed when Antoine and Mindy met? Like you yeah. guys haven't met yet. I did. I was like concerned that they hadn't met yet because I thought everyone. See, in the same way that Julian only met Mindy last episode. Yeah, and I, and it was also weird. Yeah, but I then like, I was huh. like, oh, I guess Mindy was like less integrated. Yeah, into she was also a little less world. involved. She was like her new friend, and now she's like her totally. best friend and roommate. Yeah. Um, I love when that happens. And now there are too many people there, and Gabrielle's getting stressed. And he's like, there aren't supposed to be this many people. And Camille walks in and is like, I'll pour them all champagne. I'll save the day. I'll pour, I'll get some bubbles going. And she goes and sits with the hot bartender behind the bar. And she's kind of cold to Emily. I was really, I don't know, it was really cool. I'm, I'm like, not really ever like that. No, me and, and But I admire it in other people. Yeah. Where she just, like, kind of gives Emily a, a quick glance. Yeah. And I'm just like, oof, you're not actually being mean, but you're not being warm. And, and it's that like, makes all the difference. She's really salt. She's like, Emily, oh, she's like, oh, Emily, did you cause a problem? I'll fix it. Like, so casually. Anyway, it's so cutting. Yeah, so cutting. <sighs> um, okay, and then we see her go to the bar, and she interacts with Natalie. Mm-hmm. And this is the moment I texted you. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh, because they're definitely going to hook up. I think so yeah, because yeah. Camille reaches across na- across Natalie's chest. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's you know being called by your last name is the first way to know that you're gonna have sex. Somebody reaching across your chest to get something. Yeah, is the second way. Yeah, it's flirtation. And she she literally I think she literally says, "Who are you?" She's like, "I'm Camille." She's like, "Okay, great." I'm like, can I help? And she's like, "Please." It's very yeah. quick, but I'm like, Ooh. "It's a little juicy." And I will say, yeah. without any spoilers, we did get a text from Eliza a couple days ago that said, oh my god, let's talk when we get to episode eight. Okay. So, do you remember that text? I do remember that. I'm and excited. So, uh, me too. And so I think I'm primed to expect that something is going to come f- to fruition. Me too. And I think like that is particularly why I was like, ooh, is this, is this it? Is this a thing? So I'm not actually a genius if anything happens between them. It's just that I kind of had a little bit of a... My senses are up. 
Oh, something crazy happens in this episode. <laughs> I mean, a lot of stuff happens in this episode. What? But something that I like was I was so shocked by is that the restaurant is so chaotic. They're so stressed about people getting tables, and then Emily and Mindy sit down for their meal. I was like, "Aren't you working? You've been in service industry long enough that Aren't you're you like, working? there's literally no way. There's there's literally no way you'd get fired. <laughs> I would be shocked. I'd be shocked. I would I would be so shocked." Oh my god, that was that gave me a laugh. And then they're they're also like both drinking a lot. Yeah, definitely Mindy, which is fun. I was like, I love drink, drunk Mindy. So then she sees like she's like, oh my god, Mindy's like, am I yelling? Which was really funny, or am I screaming? And Emily's like, yeah, the music is really loud. And so then they she like runs into Antoine and is like, what's going on? And he's like, this is fun. Ugh, this is good. This is what we want. And then he, she goes in. To, and we see Gabrielle working in the kitchen. It's really sexy to me. And he's like, I can barely hear the orders. What's going on? I thought you had things under control. And she's like, I don't control the volume. And he's like, this is like not working for me. And she's like, well, you need to go say hi to the reviewer that's here, the big reviewer. Like, now's the time. As Gabrielle goes to do it, the reviewer like runs into him and is like, no dish is worth this chaos. Because like she'd gotten spilled on and it was a chaotic. He quits he, to Emily. He's like, I can't do this. Antoine wanted a nightclub. This is a nightclub. He quits. He kind of quits. He kind of storms off. <laughs> so funny. So funny. And I, I really love what Kimmy said about it, which is she goes, it's a combination of ego and fear. It will pass. Yes, because Antoine like basically fires him too. I loved it. I wrote it down too. But I will say, so yeah. So then, yeah, Antoine also has a fit. He's like, chefs are a dime a dozen. And then Kimmy's like, you handle Antoine, I'll handle Gabrielle. And before we get into what that is, I just have to say, this was my gender sadness moment <laughs> where I'm like, ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, it's time it's for time. Hannah's gender, gender sadness, sadness moment, moment versus my gender healing moment. Um, yeah, where it's like women, and I've done this in my life, and it it's, I mean, I feel like most women have, but it's like men get to storm off and then women clean up the mess. And nothing changes. And that's just life for millennia. And it just it really, it really, on a on a bad day, on a normal day, it'll make me really sad. On a bad day, it'll make me like really sad because it just feels like, I'm like, oh, I, I've never in my life had an out, emotional outburst that then a straight dude has come in and been like, that's not, you know, you, I hear what you're saying. You're not wrong for feeling that way. You need to go and talk to her. That's literally never happened in my life. And I don't think I'm an outlier. I think that like, but I have had the experience of like going after a guy and being like, I know that felt really bad, but you need to go talk to him. You need to like make things right. Moving on. (laughs) No, I need help. I I had a conversation with a friend. Uh, we, We had a mutual friend who was dating this guy on and off. And I was like, yeah, are they still like seeing each other? Like, that that sucked like that she's too good for him very classic conversation (laughs) and and my friend was like yeah i've seen him have way too many tantrums yeah tantrums and that's that is what they are it's like it's a temper tantrum yeah it's a temper tantrum it's like at what point it's like it's like on the one hand i'm like those are unacceptable you're a grown-ass man and on the other hand i'm like should i just have more temper tantrums like, I know that the world wouldn't treat me the same way. So it's not like, oh, you can just like yeah, fix it by doing it. But it is that that conversation of like, do we all need to be better in this way? Or do we need to be like socialized differently so that we're all sort of allowed space mm-hmm. for that? And I'm just like, 
my instinct is like, no, don't fucking have a temper tantrum. Like, deal with your shit. On the other hand, we were just talking about women's rage. But I think it's different. Because I think that that a woman's rage would be like, well, I don't know. But I think it would be like articulated and... Directed. (laughs) Directed and not like storming. I don't know. Maybe it would be. Maybe it would be. I don't know. But I... I was reminded of this episode of Great British Bake Off, the other TV show I watch, besides Real Housewives of New York and Emily in Paris. <laughs> so I'm well rounded. <laughs> um, and there's this, there's like a classic episode where this one contestant, Ian, who's really tall and really hot, um, he bins, he bins his bake. He he's like so way. frustrated with what he's baking that he throws it in the trash. Yeah. And they're like, well, we have to eliminate you because you have nothing, and like. You could have given us something not great and we would have like still judged it and like, and like assessed it and maybe it would have tasted good even if it looked bad or maybe an element of it would have been really interesting. Yeah. They're like, but you had a temper tantrum and you threw it in the trash. Yeah. And I can't imagine a world where a woman character would have done that. It is the like, yeah, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And I feel like we see that too. You and I have touched about, what'd you say? I've never understood that expression. It's like a, you bathe the baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now that now that I have to explain it, I'm like, wait, maybe I don't. I'm like, I've never looked it up. No one's ever explained it to me. It's just like been in the world. I think you're right. It sounds right. It's like you're you're bathing a baby in a basin, and you like need to get rid of the cold water because it's gotten cold. But you throw out the baby with it. <laughs> I could be wrong. Okay. I really could be wrong. Don't fact check me. As I say, I also feel like we've seen this in the pandemic. We, you and I, have talked about how many men have broken up with their girlfriends in this way, where I'm like, it feels like an extension of like ta- a tantrum of like a, I can't, I can't fix it. So like, I'm gonna go. It's kind of lack of creative problem solving. I mean, that's like which what- is one of your pet peeves. Which isn't is it everyone's? Really isn't it everyone? Aren't you annoyed by that? I think I I'm like that too. I think I think it's something that we share, which is like both of us get, um, I something that irritates me so much, and I I do this, which is why it irritates me. Mm-hmm. But like hemming and hawing, yeah, irritates the shit out of me. I'm just like choose. I mean, and I hate choosing, but it's but I think I know that about myself. Where now it's like okay, movie night. I'm like Allison. These are the three that I'd be interested in. You pick. I don't care. Yes. Between these three, you've creatively problem solved this part of yourself as well. I, oh, I think so. Uh, and and I think that I get really ir- – I mean, I think that you and I are, both are like this in a way where we're like, the plan is this. We don't spend a lot of time deciding because we know that it's important just to know what you're doing. Would you agree? Yeah. And also, if there's a kink in the plan, I'm very quick to be like, that. let's – okay, let's fix – like, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I, I don't think I – I think uh, – like like you coming to join me for grocery shopping for 15 minutes. It's like, oh, we have less time than we thought we did to spend time together. How can we make it work? It's not like, well, then we just won't see each other. And I feel like it, that the, oh, then we just won't see each other in that situation is the same as like, oh, then we just shouldn't be together. Or the like, oh, mm-hmm. we just like, what, oh, I, I just can't work at this restaurant. Oh, I'll just find a new mm-hmm. chef. It's all mm-hmm. the tantruming. Mm-hmm. I don't know if tantruming is a word, but it should be. At this point, so I watched this episode this morning. As I, as I think I mentioned last episode, we've been leaving the projector and the screen up at night so we can watch things in the morning. Yeah, so good. <laughs> so I watched Emily in Paris on the projector again this morning. And Allison was like having her coffee on the couch. And around this point, she looked up <laughs> and she said, all the men look alike on this show. 
She had she hadn't been paying attention at all, and I feel like that was a really big thread for us season one. It was, it, particularly for you. Tried, for you, yeah. Yeah, I think you found your the perfect woman. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think Allison noticed the same. Uh, but so, <laughs> yes, the the temper tantrums. Kimmy and Emily solve it. I kind of have a moment where I'm like, this is the opening party. What kind of critic would storm out because it feels too much like a party? It's the <laughs> opening party. <laughs> Two. The, it's anyway, Emily, this leads to a funny moment, which is Emily fully renegotiates the concept of the restaurant. And she says, she says, boys, 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 boys. Instead of it being a quiet French bistro, it's now a restaurant until 11 PM. And then it's a nightclub. Okay. And, and then the boys are like, okay. <laughs> that was the funniest. Moment. And then they like talk around an apology where Gabrielle's like, I just need to step outside. Antoine was like, I, yeah, I understand. And the music was too loud. Yeah. So then they, they like quote unquote take credit for the, they're just like, yes, we both had our little moments and now we're actually completely fine. Yeah. And the women's labor continues for eternity. Moving right along. <laughs> okay. Then we get Sylvie calling Eric and being like, oh no, no, we get Sylvie and Eric no. in bed or almost in yeah. bed. And they're really flirty and it's very sexy. And she basically gives him a job offer. She's like, we need a photographer for this Vespa campaign. Would you want it? And he's like, yeah. And then they hook up. Yeah. Which felt a little manipulative. Problematic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but moving, moving right, right along. <laughs> then we get busking. This made me laugh pretty hard. We get Mindy with Benoit. It's Benoit, right? The, is the not yeah. gay one? Yeah. Etienne's the gay one. I love the name yeah. Etienne. But anyway, M- Mindy and Benoit. And they sing the song for once. I screamed. So funny. I, I screamed. I'm also like, is this introducing that song to a generation of, like, just the way that I didn't know BTS, the BTS song? Do people know? I, I wonder how many viewers are like, oh, they wrote a song for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for the show. Yeah. Oh, my God. Also, just, I was just thinking about the movie once, because I'm like, that's a movie that, like, I don't think has aged very well. No. I haven't, to be clear, I haven't rewatched it, no. but I remember that when it came out and I watched it, I was like, finally, art. <laughs> I was like, yes, finally, good art. And now I'm like, oh, it's all so cringy. Yeah. It's so, it's, so, so like, cringy. little, like, mumblecore indie films. Like, most of them are like that now. Yeah. Where you're like, oof. But they had their like, place and they taught us a lot. Yeah. And they were good for the time. Um, and it's very, like, flirty. Oh, you skipped a little moment, I think. Oh, my goodness. With Julian talking about Gerhard. Gerhard? Oh, Gerhard. Yeah. Gerhard. And Emily gives him some advice about not mixing business and pleasure. <laughs> I did. I, I blacked out for that. I was like, doesn't make sense. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but so, which which is relevant because basically uh, Julian comes into work and he's like, uh guess what i found the most amazing photographer ellen the famous real german photographer and then sylvie's like uh no i'm giving the job to eric and everyone's like no sylvie you can't do that and vespa already knows because ellen's assistant called vespa to confirm the budget so sylvie's in this little pickle (sighs) and then i hate what emily does (laughs) remind me she goes in and she's like she goes into sylvie's office and she's like i just want to Make sure that you're like not being clouded, like your judgment's not clouded right now, and that you're not going with a younger, less experienced photographer rather than like this wonderful, well-known 
woman photographer. And Sylvie's like, I really don't like what you're implying. And then... Which is the truth. Yeah. And I'm just like... But also, I'm like, Emily, like, who cares? Like, <laughs> don't, don't get involved. It's okay. Yeah. And then, much like an Outlander, the main character sticks her <laughs> nose in shit. She doesn't need to stick her mm. nose in. Mm. Vespa calls. Or, who calls? Yeah, Vespa. They're like, we're so yeah, excited Vespa. about the photographer. And Sylvie's like, yes, I think we found a perfect person. And they're like, yes, we cannot wait for Ellen to do the shoot. And Sylvie's like, damn, okay. So then she has to call Eric and tell him. And he's like, well, they, I still... they go to coffee. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because right. doesn't the song play over? It? Yeah, once. Get, you're so right. They do the thing. The song from once <laughs> carries over yes. as they all have like kind of emotional moments. You're so like, right. Whoa. It's like, whoa, deep. It's like, you know when the word deep w- meant something? <laughs> yeah. This you song brought is back kind of underscoring. Like, whoa, oh, well, that's, deep. Really, that's deep. really deep. Yeah. Deeper than a puddle, that's what we used to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay awkward turtle like, what movie what movie was really oh it's like <laughs> awkward turtle garden the, state the falling slow yes i was just gonna say garden state yeah garden state was deep yeah so was 500 days of summer but for not as yes. long yeah. <laughs> i would say deep also goes with uh Al- ali and i like to call, like to call things mind fucks so. <laughs> it's real Whoa, mind fuck mind fuck <laughs> <laughs> Like anytime something's like a little confusing, <laughs> total mind fuck. <laughs> uh, it honestly was just the like awakening of self-aware men. Like that was just the idea, like the notion that like any man being self-aware was sexy. It's like, oh, he deals with depression. How hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. A new, new, new guy just dropped. <laughs> it's like, it feels like that. <laughs> new guy just dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Depression guy. Uh, <laughs> so hot to So Sylvie has to break the news to Eric. They're at a coffee shop and she she's kind of upset. And you can tell, I think this is a moment of vulnerability where it's like, oh, she kind of thinks that all she has to offer this like young guy was the job. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's fine. That makes total sense. I would still love to date you. And then they have a really passionate like and sweet kiss where I'm like, cool, yeah. we're going to see Sylvie fall in love. Like that's yeah. fun. I did not, That's I will say that's something I did not expect. I was not thinking of in those terms me neither it's nice it's nice which says something about me another moment that says something about me and my imagination Mm -hmm. that i was like well surely she's not gonna fall in love with the young guy he's not gonna fall in love with her but i think that's what's gonna happen but it's sweet it's nice and and it's nice to see her guard come down a little bit yes as it always is then we get a nice little cap on the episode a little bow where they we see the dior vespa it's very cute and they're taking photos of it so cute oof I wanted to, I want to ride a vest. I know. <laughs> so bad. you would. And Emily jumps on uh, to take a photo. Emily jumps on. And then she's like, they're like, what are you doing? Vroom, vroom. She speeds away to French class because who's fun? Emily Cooper's Emily. fun. <laughs> Emily yeah. Cooper's fun. Cooper's he, fun. Cooper, yeah. yeah. And he goes, Cooper. After she's like, yeah, you want, do you want to ride French class? I do love when there's a little role reversal of him, of her giving him a ride. That's He hops on because he's fun. Cooper. And she scoots him to French class. Scoots on over. I feel like they're going to have sex in the next episode. Um, I think I need a little bit more buttering up. I feel like, I feel like next episode I could see ending on them going episode, into the apartment. <laughs> I could see next episode ending on him being like, the only reason I am this way is because I my heart was broken. <laughs> I think that, and think us that. collectively forgiving him and being like, yeah. oh, oh, because oh, hurt people oh. hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. Duh. Duh. Ever thought of that? (laughs) I introduced you to my new partner, and I'm just like, sometimes he's like that. 
He's been hurt. And I'm like, that's fine. He's been hurt. He's a hurt person. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) I get it. I'm a hurt person too. (laughs) I just go around hurting people. But only because I've been hurt. I, uh, what? I've been hurt. <laughs> I really, I really did like this episode. The, I, the, the gender moment did make me sad, but, but also, that's me taking it too seriously. <laughs> it was fun. It was all around. It was very fun. I thought it was so fun. I, I just, I'm just enjoying the season so much. Yeah. It's, it's giving a lot. Like it's like Lots holding nothing into. back in a way where it almost feels like it's robbing itself of future plot lines. Yeah. But I don't care. Like, it's so much fun. Uh, do you remember? It's moving at such a fast clip. It's moving very fast. Do you remember last season around, like, episode eight of our podcast? You go, we, I think we turned off the mics. Maybe it's on, maybe it's in an episode. I think I, I think we turned off our mics and you're like, and I literally don't know what else to say about this show. <laughs> we had, yeah, like, two I more really episodes to go. I was like, I was like, I think the last two episodes of last season, I was like pissed off because I was like, I've said everything. I'm over it. And you know what? This is actually just a good lesson for me, which is it's way more fun to love something than to hate something. Yeah, that's true. And it's way more sustainable. Ooh, I love that. It maybe it makes, maybe it takes a little bit more work on the front end, as in you have to leave parts of yourself at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Have I shut? Have I shut enough down of my, my <laughs> so much of it? Yeah, but then it's yes. more sustainable in the long run to love something. Long run, yeah. Like I get to be a little empty vessel for joy. For joy, <laughs> I can't wait. I really, I really wanted to watch the next episode last night when I had watched it and yeah. knew we were recording this morning. I'm so excited to watch more. Yeah. Okay, folks. It's a really fun way to leave it. Yeah. That's episode six. I mean, we don't have that much more. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, I started following the whole cast on Instagram. <laughs> big reveal in our posts <laughs> i feel like we're really close to getting some um spoilers like i feel like i'm every day that we that yeah. i don't watch an episode i'm like inches away one of our listeners trisha um dm'd me something and before i opened it she re- responded it was like wait you haven't gotten there yet don't open it so oh trisha i hear you <laughs> and i didn't okay. open it i'm not leaving you on red for any other reason than you told me to yeah, we're not leaving you on red. We can't wait to get to that episode. I'm so excited. Je suis excité. No, oh. it means aroused. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, a podcast about Netflix's Emily in Paris. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share the show with all your friends and enemies. Okay, so we got a new uh, review this week. It's one star. And it's from Session, and the title is Couldn't Get Through It. Quote, okay, 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 like, 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 whatever, whatever, end quote. That's all you'll hear, and somewhere in between, a random discussion about one of the girls' struggles. <laughs> <laughs> <So funny. clears throat> and somewhere in between, a random discussion about one of the girls' struggles with irritable bowel syndrome. Lost me after a few minutes. <laughs> It's brutal. <laughs> we absolutely love getting reviews. They make yes. <laughs> there that is, is a hateful review. There is nothing like hearing what you guys think. Because honestly, we want you to be honest yes. and we want you to rate us as as best you. Any rating is good. Any publicity oh is my good. God. <laughs> all, all publicity is good publicity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please leave us a review. <laughs> any review will do we'll read it hey we'll read it no matter what we're all about honesty here ciao ciao